Hey you guys, welcome to Is Black and White. If it's your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's your if it isn't your first time, welcome back, friends and family. Either way, I am so grateful that you guys are here today and I can't wait to share this word with you guys. Um I don't know, one day I'll be professional, y'all. Like I just crack myself up. <laughs> I don't know. I just cracked myself up. But anyway, so um, before we jump into the word, I wanted to make a couple of announcements or so. I never really do this. I usually just get on, start recording, jump right into word, and then that's it. And yeah, I mean, that's how I like to get things done anyway. I'm more of a like straight to the point type person. But Um, For those who do not read in the description box, I wanted to let you guys know that I do have a YouTube channel, so feel free to check it out whenever you're led. um, I believe if you type in Brianna Bell, it should pop up. Yeah, if you type in Brianna Bell, it should pop up. And my name is spelled kind of weird, so hopefully you guys can look that up. Um... Also, if you guys have a testimony or a prayer request, please feel free to email me. My email is briannabrandonforchrist at gmail.com. I would love to agree with you guys in prayer and even celebrate your victories. Um, I want to hear about the testimonies that God has done for you guys. It truly encourages me even. Um, I think that's like the whole point of having testimonies is to boost other people's faith. And so, yeah, you guys usually uh, bless me when I get those. So I just want you guys to know that I'm available. I'm open. And um, also I have uh, this Bible app. It's the version Holy Bible app. So if you have that, you can definitely add me as a friend on there. Um, my name is Brianna Brandon, I think. Yeah, it should be Brianna Brandon. So feel free to reach out. I would love to connect with you on there. So now let's get into the word. I'm going to open up in prayer and then we'll jump right in. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for this word, this encouraging word, God. I pray right now that your people will hold on to it. I thank you, Father God, for being our defender. I thank you, Father God, for weighing out the scales and and doing what is right, correcting every crooked path, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father God, your people, we've been oppressed for so long, or at least that's what it feels like. So, Father God, we are so thankful that you are now coming through and defending us, Father. You're breaking every chain in Jesus' mighty name. So right now, as I give this word, I pray that you anoint my mouth, um... Let only the words that you want to come forth to come forth. Father God, I humble myself to you. I surrender my flesh, my will, my mind, my knowledge to you, Lord. And I pray that you have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know what's up. My voice is like super shaky. I feel super hot. Like, I don't know what's going on, but... We're going to get it in, you guys. We're still going to do this word. So today's word is, you know, enough is enough. The Lord is coming to your defense. So we are now in Esther chapter 7. If you haven't been uh, 
following for a while. We've actually been reading through the book of Esther. So now we're on chapter seven. This is so exciting because we like we are accomplishing an entire book together, you guys. This is amazing. And I pray that this word, like the words that's been coming forth has been blessing you guys just as much as it has been blessing me. Like truly, you guys. And look, God's word is prophetic. So it's always fitting for some reason. I don't know if it's just me, but God's word, like it's always exactly what I need to hear when I hear it. It's amazing. So thankful for that. So we are in um, chapter seven, Esther chapter seven. Like I said, there's only 10 verses. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. If you guys rather me not read it, um, you guys can go ahead and email me that. I haven't gotten any emails or anything like that. <laughs> I never liked reading out loud in class and stuff like that or <laughs> or anything like that. But I do it because I don't know if some of you guys could be driving, cleaning or doing something. And maybe you just don't have a Bible right in front of you. So I don't I just do it for you guys. Really? That's pretty much it. So. Again, y'all just let me know. I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation only because I just flow better when I read that version. Um, but like I've said before, definitely do the cross-reference between whatever version you're reading and the New King James Version, right? So this is chapter seven and the title is The King Executes Haman, right? So verse one reads... So the king and Haman went to Queen Queen Esther's banquet. On the second occasion, while they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, tell me what you want, Queen Esther. What is your request? I will give it to you, even if it's half the kingdom. You guys, we are in a place right now where God is ready to grant us whatever we want. And I've, I've given this word before, but it's really for those people who have a heart that lines up with God. When you are in alignment with the Lord, yes, he's ready to open the heavens over you. Whatever it is that you want, he is going to give to you favor, y'all. We are favored by him. So verse three, Queen Esther replied, if I have found favor with the king and it pleases the king to grant my request, I ask that my life and the lives of my people be spared. Um, For my people and I have been sold to those who would kill, slaughter, and annihilate us. If we had merely been sold as slaves, I could remain silent for that would be too trivial Um, a matter to warrant disturbing the king. When I read this, the Lord was showing me like, this is us petitioning. You know what I mean? Like we have been in a, (laughs) in a season of it just seeming like the wicked has always had the upper hand. We've just been pretty much going through it from every which away, (laughs) if I speak from my experience. And so when we see like the wicked is just always prospering and they never um, having any consequences and they never get to feel it, they just get to do whatever they want. Sometimes it gets to a place where it's like, you know what, God, like this is too much. And so when Esther is saying, if it pleases the Lord, like, can you save us? That's, that's been my prayer. And I've been praying that over you guys' lives and other people you know, who've reached out, even people who don't reach out because basically on, um, 
how many uh, listeners we get on this podcast, how many viewers we get on the YouTube channel. I know that we're not the only ones. And so our petition, when we like, God, like, can you please free us? Can you please get us out of this bondage? Can you please come through? Because we believe that he's the only one who can do it. And watch what he says. Verse five, who would do such a thing? King Xerxes, Xerxes demanded, who would be so presumptuous to ask to touch you? Esther replied, okay, this wicked Haman is our adversary adversary and our enemy. Haman grew paled with fright from the king and queen. Then the king jumped to his feet in a rage and went out into the palace garden. Look at that, how fast God came through, how swiftly, like he got up, he didn't waste any time. Oh, you messing with mine? You messing with my chosen one? The word literally says God contends against those who uh God contends with those who contends contend with us. I'm still trying to get that scripture down, but it still means everything to me. God fights those who fight you, right? Haman, however, stayed behind to plead for his life with es- with Queen Esther, for he knew that the king intended to-, intended to kill him. In despair, he fell on the couch where Queen Esther was reclining. Just as the king uh, was returning from the palace garden, the king exclaimed, will he even assault the queen right here in the palace before my very eyes? And as soon as the king spoke, his attendants covered Haman's face, signaling his doom. Okay, then Harbona, Harbona, uh, one of the kings, Ignat said, Haman has set up a sharpened pole that stands 75 feet tall in his own court- courtyard. He intended to use it to impel Mordecai, the man who saved the king from assassination. Then impale him on it, the king ordered. So they impaled Haman on the pole. Um, he has set up for Mordecai and the king's anger subsided. Okay. Um, like I said, today's word is enough is enough. And now God is coming to your defense. The Lord has seen every tear, every form of frustration, every time you've bitten your, bit your tongue, right? There's been times you want to pop off on people. You didn't do it. There's been times you want to clap back. You didn't do it. There's been times you wanted to give people a piece of your mind and you did not do it. Even the grunts and your frustration and the groans and all that stuff that you, the sighs even, when you just, okay, God knows and he sees everything. And because you did not retaliate, he's coming through. He got it, right? Even if you slipped up from time to time, like let's just be real, okay? You slipped up from time to time, but you know, you came back and you humbled yourself. God is still coming through for you. God knows your heart. And that's the thing people, I think people forget religious people is all, it's all about how you present yourself, what you do in the natural, how do you look, how do you behave, how do you act? But that's not how it is with God. You understand me? Like, and I'm speaking the the truth when I say this because I'm not perfect. I've still slipped up and cussed at my husband just last week. Just last week, I still get angry sometimes and I know that I have those anger problems and I'm working on it. But I think for my plead with God, not making excuses, but truly my plead with God was like, Lord, you know my heart. I never want to go there with him. But it's more so of like, I'm tired of this. 
I'm tired. I'm getting tired. I'm waiting on you for you to do something. There's so much more I could have done. There's so much more I could have said. And I still get convicted when I slip up and do those things. And that's what God looks at is your heart. You're not satisfied when you just do this stuff in your flesh because you're changed, right? So anyway, God is now coming to defeat your enemies. I'm talking zero to a hundred. The way the king just hopped up on his feet, went out to the palace or to the garden to get the guards or whatever, he's handling it right now. And you will see your enemies defeated. Um, People think that God is just this loving God who only blesses and um, and that's it. And, uh, no, people don't always talk about the God of war. We have a God who is literally about war. Okay. Like he is the one who created war. There is a war between dark and light all the time, all the time. And so, yes, God loves all of us as his people. Yes, we are all his children. But at the same time, if his children, certain certain children are choosing to serve Satan and not him, they will be corrected, period, period. Nobody ever wants to talk about that. Everybody want to talk about like, oh, like, oh, I'm so good. And oh, whatever. Like, listen, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't even matter what Bree says. It's about the matter of the heart. It is about the matter of the heart and your fruits. What What are you really doing? Because look how quickly Haman turned around and now he's pleading his case because he got caught. All this time, there's been like seven chapters of this man sitting up here out to get innocent people, sitting up here trying to do, um, he's pretty much doing the devil's work. Being led by the enemy, why? Because he all up into himself, super prideful, all just want to be worshipped, thinking himself better than other people, not representing Christ at all, not representing the Lord at all. But then the moment you get caught up in your mess, then all of a sudden you pleading for your life. There's a difference. There's a difference between someone who really wants God, who really seeks God, who's really trying and someone who, oh, now you, you feel in the consequences or you see trouble coming and now you plead into God. It's too late. It's too late. So anyway, um, the last part where I'll read it, where it says, um, what is this? When the king's in our, I never learned that word, y'all. <laughs> Haman, when they said that Haman has set up a sharpened pole that stood 75 feet tall, right? And he used this weapon, like he, he created this weapon. He built this weapon so he can kill an innocent person, okay? This part ministered to me so much, y'all, because that very thing that the enemy is trying to use to destroy you will be used against them. I just love it. I just love how God moves. I love how God moves. I love how God moves. And I'm telling you, y'all, if someone's been dragging your name, right, just making you look to be a bad person, they've been lying on you, they've just been just doing whatever, okay, very just messed up stuff. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just people just over here, just running their mouth and saying stuff that's not true about you. It is going to flip on them. Not only is it going to flip on them, they're exposing themselves. God going to show this person for who they really are. 
Everything that this person, every lie that this person has said about you will be revealed. And it's funny because I actually feel like it's been happening on my behalf. Like I've been seeing certain things coming. Like I've been seeing some people starting to see the truth. Maybe they don't want to accept it. Some people have reached out. Some people haven't. It's cool. But I know that the truth is going to be coming out. Y'all, so many people have lied on me. It is insane. (laughs) It is insane. And you would think at this point, because how I've carried myself, and maybe that doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter how you carried yourself. But I guess in my heart, I'm kind of like... I've always been a really cool person. Like people can come up and say whatever to me. And what I mean is like, Brie, did you say this about me? And I would tell you yes or no. (laughs) I wouldn't lie to you. I would tell you yes or no. But it's like, because I'm that person and people never given me that opportunity to talk and hash things out, it's like, okay, cool. Certain people that I've trusted and certain people who I thought I was cool with wanted to believe lies, wanted to trade on me, wanted to believe the enemy. Okay, cool. And now I know for a fact that that thing is coming around. I know for a fact that this person or these people are starting to see the truth. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. There's so many times I wanted to plead my case. I wanted to call people and I've given people an opportunity to tell me what's up because you know how you can tell a pattern when people start switching up on you and they start acting funny and then you ask them like, is everything cool? And they just say, yeah. Ooh, I can't stand that. If everything's not cool, then just tell me everything's not cool. But you know what? It is what it is. I just trust that God exposes everything. God exposes everything. If someone's been spreading your personal business, people have been lying. I already said lying. I guess it's just, that's the the thing that bothers me the most in my life. But if people have been um, talking about you and exposing certain things that you shared, there's been a few people, particularly two people I can think of right now who I've trusted with some very personal information and God showed me that they ran their mouth. And I was like, dang, that's so messed up. Like that is so messed up. But God's like, don't even worry about it because understand this is scripture. This is scripture. Everything that you sow, you will reap. Everything that you sow, you will reap. And honestly, for me, I've reaped a whole lot of stuff, even with me being a changed Christian. (laughs) even with me being a changed person, I still have to deal with the consequences. And um, God is dropping the story about David. I don't know if y'all know about the story where David um, saw Bathsheba. Bathsheba, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. She was this beautiful woman. She was married. She was a wife, okay? He was a king. He already had multiple wives, but he still wanted her. Okay, so what he did was he laid with her, got her pregnant. Then he didn't want to deal with the mess. So he ended up, because he's a king, he ordered um, her husband to go into war, got him killed, right? Like just eliminated the man, eliminated the issues or whatever would have came up and just had the woman and had the baby. Turns out that the baby that they conceived together ended up dying. That's judgment. What it doesn't matter if you have a good heart, it doesn't matter if you mean well, what you reap, you will sow. What you reap, you will sow. And I even tell my kids this if you are um, genuine about repenting, then you won't be angry at the consequences. And that's something that I had to deal with. 
So if us good people, people who change their hearts, people who change their mind and decide to serve God and we still have to deal with consequences, best believe the wicked people are going to get it. Best believe that's going to happen. So I'm still looking at my notes. Yeah, so that's um, that whole part of just knowing that whatever people reap is what they sow has helped me to know that you don't have to go tit for tat with people. You don't have to go tit for tat for people. There are so many times I was tempted to go to certain people and whisper in their ear, <laughs> drop seeds in their ear because I wanted them to know the truth about me. You don't have to do that. Or, oh, if this person's saying this about me, then I should go back and say this about this person because there's a lot of stuff that I know about other people too. But God is like, why are you even being like them? Like, then there's no difference. You're no better than this person. You're no different. I shouldn't say better. You're no different than this person. I serve the Lord. I don't serve Satan. I don't serve my flesh. So I trust that God is going to defend me. I trust that God is going to come through for me better than I can do. Better than I can do. Understand, if you sitting here trying to seek vengeance on your own, it's not going to do much Uh. I mean, you'll probably get the gratification out of it, but I promise you it's not going to solve anything. It's not going to stop. God gets to the root. God will completely eliminate that issue for you. God will eliminate that person from you. And I don't mean killing somebody, but he will remove that person in a way where he will humble them, humble them so great. They won't speak another word, another ill word to you. They won't even want to be in your presence. Okay, they will never speak your name again. Like, that's what I'm saying. God can do it and set it up like that. I don't know how, but I know that that's the God we serve. Like, he's been saying enough is enough. Um, Yeah, so I kind of rambled on that part. But yeah, so basically, don't go tit for tat. There's no need for that. There's no need for that. God is going to come through. So to keep it black and how long was this? Oh, 22 minutes. Okay. To keep it black and white, um, don't think for a second your enemies have gotten away with anything. Okay. They will be exposed and they will be dealt with accordingly. <laughs> accordingly. Okay. Don't forget that scripture. You reap what you sow. Um I know that is easier said than done. Trust and believe. Usually, guys, when I give you guys a word or even when God gives me a word before I give the word out, um, that word is tested like sometimes immediately after. (laughs) So be on guard. Even with you receiving this word, the enemy may try to test it. Be on guard. Um, What am I trying to say? It sucks, but I mean, this is something we signed up for. Being a Christian means that we're going to be persecuted. Um, It doesn't mean trouble lasts forever. Something I've been asking God for is rest. Like, okay, look, look, I'm like, God, I get it. This is part of the Christian life. This is part of the walk. People are going to lie on me. People are going to do hurtful things. People are going to go out of their way to try to um, get up under my skin. Okay, cool. I receive that. But God, <laughs> I need a break. I need some rest. Like I need, give me like a couple of months of just pure bliss, like peace and just nothing and nobody. 
No one's bothering my kids. No one's bothering me. No one's bothering my husband, like, or my family. Like, Lord, just give me that. (laughs) Things flowing. Like, that's what I want. I just want it to be easy just for a little bit. That has been my prayer. And God said, you got it. You got it. You've been faithful. That's a word for you too. You've been faithful. You've been walking. You've been patient. You've been believing in God. Like, he will give you that. Like, that's not... That's not something crazy to ask for, right? It, I mean, it makes sense. I'm not saying, God, I don't ever want to experience trouble ever again. I've come to grips to, I come to grips with knowing like this is just a part of the walk. Okay, so <laughs> anyways, yeah, so I wanted to keep it black and white with you guys. Um, know that they're going to be exposed and exposed and know like the Lord does not tolerate wickedness. It's only for so long. Sometimes we feel like, God, this is taking forever. But what he is doing is giving people the opportunity to repent. He's giving people the opportunity to repent and to just turn away and to choose him. So when judgment comes, can nobody say that they didn't have time? Like God is so patient. <laughs> he is so patient. But when they don't repent and they don't choose him, they will be humbled. Um, I'm not saying this in an evil way. I don't think our hearts, no, it's not that I think. I know for a fact our hearts should solely be for justice. It should never be about seeing people hurt, seeing people get it. Oh, that's what you get. It shouldn't be like that. Um, for me, I'm always believing in the Lord to just remove the um, the enemies um, out of my life so that I don't have to suffer and other people don't have to suffer. Like, I just truly want there to be God's peace, God's love, and God's truth. That is it. And so I kind of feel like whatever it takes, Lord, whatever, only God knows. Only God knows how hard, um, how hard to swing that rod. <laughs> Whatever it takes to to remove the enemy or to get this person in check, whatever, right? So that's all I have for you guys. You guys know that I love you guys and that um, I'm always here. Like, email me, reach out to me. Like, I will definitely respond to you. I don't ever want y'all to feel like you guys are going through it by yourself. Um, And I know, like, you might feel like you're at the end of yourself right now because it's been like, a very long journey into each his own. Okay. Some people have been in certain situations for like 10 years. You probably been in this for six months, but all of our, uh, our, uh, tolerance is different. Our tolerance levels are different. So whatever the case may be, like we're tired and it may feel like you're at the end of yourself, but I promise you God's coming through. I promise you, if he hasn't already, he's coming through. So I want y'all to just stay up under the Lord. Keep praying. Keep seeking. Keep asking him for um, strength, right? Um, Increase your bounce back skills so you're not staying in the pit when someone does something stupid. Don't dwell on it so long. Just be like, Lord, take it. (laughs) Get back up. And keep walking, keep believing, keep holding your head up high and knowing like your time's coming and and God is going to reward you for standing and being persecuted for his name, right? So that's all I got for y'all. I love you guys. You guys be blessed. And I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye.